Hi, everyone, and welcome back to Clamcast. I'm your host, Kat, and here with me is producer Rich. What's up? <laughs> we hope everyone has had an enjoyable Christmas holiday and a happy new year, even with the circumstances we face with this worldwide pandemic. And because of that, I want to take this episode to reflect briefly on the good and bad experiences of 2020. For a lot of us, it's been a long and stressful year filled with anxiety, depression, isolation, hopelessness. But also there has been moments of celebration, joy, happiness and pride. As happy as I am that this year is completely over, there were or I I should say I'm glad that 2020 is over. There were achievements that many of us had accomplished even when we faced uncertainty, you know, and it's the spirit of positivity we got from these moments of joy and accomplishment that we should bring into the new year. And looking back on 2020, I had a lot to be grateful for. I accomplished many goals and reached milestones in my career as a makeup artist that I never even thought I would in such a short span of time. But with that... With the good, there always comes the bad as well. And as hard as this is to admit out loud, I suffered a lot this year with my anxiety and depression. (sighs) To the outside world, you know, I try to maintain a positive attitude, always smiling, always ready to work, network. But behind closed doors, I struggle a lot to just even get out of bed. I felt like there were walls caving in all around me, feeling the lack of inspiration at times. And I didn't even have like the motivation just to do anything. I've always suffered from depression and anxiety, but this one year alone hit me really hard. And that's why for me this year of 2021, I wanted to make it a point to check myself, you know, in terms of making sure that emotionally I'm helping myself, you know, whether that's getting therapy or going out there more and connecting with other people who feel the same way as me and maybe talking or just spending more time with my family because that's what makes me happy. And I want to encourage everyone as well to keep yourself in mind this year. You know, the fact that we were isolated for so long from our friends, family, you know, it was hard and a lot, I can assume a lot of us felt really alone and it's within being alone. You get, you know, it feels like the walls are caving in and no one cares or, you know, and et cetera. But this year should be about putting ourselves first and checking ourselves and making sure we're okay, whether that's physically, emotionally, spiritually, This year should be about us making sure that we're okay, you know, helping ourselves and also at the same time being there for our friends and family, whether it's through Zoom, text, you know, because from everything that has gone wrong in 2020 that we've all experienced, you know, one thing that for me remained constant was the support and love from my family and whether that was texting each other all the time, FaceTiming each other all the time and make just checking in periodically that we're okay. I think that's what really helped me the most toward the tail end of 2020. And I really felt that love. And I hope that everyone out there felt that love as well from their friends and family. So with that being said, this year, make it a goal 
to make it yourself, to make yourself a priority, your mental health, your emotional health, your physical health, make that a priority this year because tomorrow is not promised to anyone. And which is why we need to make the most of today. Welcome back, y'all. We're here about to answer some questions. Have a little discussion between me and Catherine. Hello. Oh, don't call me Catherine. Oh my God. I didn't call you Catherine. I called you Catherine. That's not even my name. name. That's a fancy name. It's Cat. Meow. <laughs> All right. So let's get into it. What's the first question? So, what were some difficulties you faced in 2020 aside from the COVID 19 pandemic? And there's a second part to it, but let's answer the first part first. Do you want to go first? Do you want me to answer? You can go first. Well, the most difficult part of 2020 for me was in March when I lost my job. Mm-hmm. Um, my main source of income was completely gone and I had no idea what I was going to do. So I ended up just going kind of barging into my photography business, just full on uh, investing myself into it. And that was the second hardest thing, especially in a pandemic. Trying to do photography. And the uncertainty that can come from it. Yeah. 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 For me, the hardest part was dealing with my anxiety, like acknowledging that my anxiety and depression was getting worse day by day. And that I thought that the more this year went by, the more I would just sink into like this really depressive hole. And it was hard to come out. And that leads into the second question is how you overcame those obstacles or difficulties. Well, I mean, the how I overcame. I wouldn't even say I overcame those, but I accepted the fact that what happened happened and I just kept moving on. Um, that's kind of how my family is. We're just like, okay, we take our punches and we keep moving forward. So that was, that was pretty much it. I, I just, I blinded, I blindly kept moving. I just, I was too, I kept myself a little too optimistic and it hasn't really let me down too much yet. It's not a lot of work, but I'm going places and I feel it because I just, I'm, I'm, I'm blind to (laughs) this shit. (laughs) I think for me, one of the biggest ways I overcame, well, not overcame again, I still go through my waves of depression and anxiety, but I think one of the ways that I was able to at least like have that sense of push to like, okay, let's try to get out of bed and let's try to, you know, feel positive was like my family being there. And when I say family, I mean, like you, our kids, my mother-in-law, um, just having them there and trying to push me to, you know, get out of bed or try to motivate me to do something. And whenever I would, you know, go out on a gig, encourage me and support me. And I think that was one of the ways that I was able to kind of step over that hurdle. I think because you got so much work, that was another 
yeah. thing that really helped you. Was yeah, the fact that it, you had things to keep you busy. Yeah. And get some money in the pocket. Oh, yeah. yeah. And I think that in just connecting with other people, even though there was like the limit, we had limitations, of course, but just being able to consistently talk to someone else in terms of like socializing in a certain way with, you know, these gigs and stuff was something that did help as well. And, and seeing the little, well, not little, but every milestone that I was able to achieve, you know, or get there was another way that helped me overcome the hurdle and actually start feeling that motivation and that desire to want to get up and, you know, get inspired and do things. And that's, that's what really helped during 2020s bullshit. (laughs) And next question, what achievements and milestones in your career are you the most proud of during 20 of 2020? I'd say the podcast that I started near the end of the year, just because it really gave me something to focus on. Um, I started a podcast called the Richard J. Nevis Photography Podcast. You guys can really go check it out. Thank you. For uh, new photographers who are just starting their journey in the photography field. I, I wanted to always teach people. I felt like that was something I was meant to do. And I just needed, well, something to learn. I needed all the experience I could get. Um, but I, I, I needed to just start it because for a while I was in that mode where I really wanted to plan it out and make it perfect. But with 2020 kind of kicking me into full gear, it was like, okay, I just have to do it. So I cobbled all this stuff together with the help of my family and friends. And I just did everything. I just did it. Yeah, I feel like 2020 was, that's the one thing about this year that I can say, it pushed people to just, fuck it, I'm going to do it. It was like that. Yeah, it was just that push, like that kick out the door, like, here, come on, get it done, like, boom. And I think that's what really pushed a lot of people to reach milestones in their career that they didn't expect would happen. And I think for, for me was... Um, seeing my work published front cover and back cover, I think seeing that was holy shit. Hold. It was that holy shit moment. Like, oh my God, like my work was good enough to be on a front cover or a, and a back cover. Like it was that one thing, like it's one thing they like to it's be, confirming. Yeah. Like it's one thing to see your, your work published, but to see it, front cover and on the back cover was like oh my god oh my god like <laughs> it was wow i i can't believe i just did that and mm-hmm. that pushed me even more to want to to come and it confirmed it to me like yeah i i i'm in the right i'm like doing the right thing right now like i'm connecting with the people i need to connect with i'm networking with amazing talented people who love what they do who genuinely love what they do and it shows and I feel and even watching other people get publications and seeing their milestones in their career also encouraged me and I had enjoyed watching like the people that I started with or people that I known 
a year ago and seeing how much they've changed and how much they've adapted and just seeing their careers launch in a way that they've been wanting for so long was amazing to see as well. And I think 2020 kind of really made people put in the work. Yeah, it really did. Like it's kind of scared people enough to make them do it. And I think that's what we needed. Like you needed like that. That's it. Come on. You got to get it done now. Like there's no better time than now. And I think that's the one good thing about 2020, because honestly, you would have thought like a lot of people thought that the industry, you know, don't get me wrong. A lot of people did, you know, the gigs did slow down, but because there was the need for Zoom and so still socializing with people and creativity I feel like that made our perspective fields boom even more because the craving for art, you know, I feel like art brings people together and that's what we do. It's an art and seeing how that create the creativity of our art was, it was wanted and it was needed. It was amazing to see how we were still able to get work and seeing other people, you know, show you know show their artistry and excel in their artistry even when we were you know we were isolated and separated yeah i mean 2020 really changed the landscape not only for makeup for but for photography in a lot of fields right for my field you're you're if you're dealing with like weddings and stuff like that you now have like micro weddings you have these really mm-hmm. small engagements that weren't that typical until now because it's a necessity. You can't be mm-hmm. in a big group um, for makeup. I can imagine the it's it's almost it makes it more exciting. Yeah, because now you're it's you're if in a very you feel because you have to be up close and personal with these right. people who are probably not wearing masks and also. I found the value, like n- not to say that our work is in value, but just being like doing someone's wedding. The fact that, you know, now it's, it's going to be very intimate, you know, certain people will go and just to be able to do someone's wedding and have that. I was part of that very special, intimate moment. It kind of brings meaning to your work because it's like, you know, I'm, making someone's day, you know? Yeah. You know, unfortunately they would want a bigger wedding, you know, all their, all their family, but just to be able to give them at least one slice of, you know, cause every girl likes to get dolled up. Yeah. It's or like, you know, it doesn't or, even need to be for like a wedding, right? Like no, every like moment just, that you have with yeah. a client, especially for you as a makeup artist is an intimate moment. In itself yeah. And just to be and able them. to, you know, be a part of that and see, you know, them glow and being happy and just yeah. like, you know, it's, it's a beautiful thing. Like we had a client who, you know, she had a birthday suit and just to see how she came, she came to life in front of the camera and she felt beautiful. And just to see that and be a part of that, it makes your work meaningful. It makes, it just confirms why we do what we do. Yeah. And to be a part of that in 2020, it, it's almost, it's miraculous. Yeah. It's, it's like, wow, we, we, you know, we were able to do that, you know, for someone and safely. Yes, of course. Wearing masks, keeping our distance. And it's 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 an it's an amazing feeling. And that's the type of feeling that I want to carry into 2021, which moves into our next question. What what changes will you make in 2021? 
for 2021, as far as what we're going to do, um, as far as our businesses with Richard J. Nevis Photography, with Catherine M- uh, Reyes MUA, with our podcasts, our respective podcasts, we're going to be doing a lot of stuff that we've never done before. We're planning things that we've never done before. Even if, even if other people have done it, we haven't. It's new to right. us, it's new experiences. Um, I don't want to share them now, just in case like they kind of fall through. But <laughs> that'd but, be the worst. But we don't want to keep that in our head. We're gonna right. make sure this happens. We don't want to put that into the world. But yeah, we're from taking going from twenty twenty. We're taking the motivation that this the kick the boot that was twenty twenty put in our asses. Right. Whew. We're gonna take all that motivation and make some really awesome stuff for you guys. What about you? For me, one of the changes that that I do want to make is taking the time to do more creative shoots that are more for me and more for and not just so much for content, but more being a part of a meaningful project, like something that really speaks the soul yeah like something for you know it's just to express artistry you know i want to do more of those you know at least a couple because i feel like art is a part of who we are you know we're we're artistic people and it's not it's okay to shoot you know it's of course it's not it's nice to do things for content but you know never make it only about content or just to just to say, you know, just to show off, but also just to do something that's just for you, like something that yeah, expresses that, you, who you are as either a photographer, a model, a, a makeup artist, just something that reflects who you are and why it is you do what you do. That should probably be something that we'll talk about. Like that could be a whole episode pretty yeah. much about doing work, doing art, your art as a makeup artist for you, not for other people. Because we we talk so much about style of right. uh, of our field, so style of a makeup artist, style of a photographer, you you get judged on it by doing what you love. And yes, it is a skill. Some people are better at it than others, but you still have a style in the end. Eventually, you will get that. And going into twenty twenty one, I hope that. All of you take the necessary time to do your art in the way that you do it, not trying to copy others, not trying to necessarily make other people happy, right? In the beginning, when you're starting out in this business, you do have to make people happy. And that's just going forward throughout your whole business. It's customer service. But at some point, people come to you because you do what you do best that no other person can replicate as well as you. And I hope that you keep true to yourself. That's pretty much it. I just hope that you keep true to yourself. And know your worth. And know your worth. Because nothing is more beautiful than an artist who knows their worth, knows their work and values that, you know, you don't need to seek validation. If you're happy with your work and it, you feel it reflects who you are as an artist, as a person, and it brings you joy, 
then that's, that's your, that's your validation right there. That's, that's, you know, you have to be happy with your artistry. And of course it's a beautiful thing when other people also acknowledge that beauty, but you have to know and see that beauty for yourself and know that, you know, you ha- you're proud of your work. And when you reach that point and that, that moment when you, damn, I did that. Like, damn, I did that. And that's, that's me. It's a sense of, it's a beautiful thing. And it, from that point on the work that comes after that, it's like, people see that and they're like, man, I want to work with this person. You know, I like their style and it speaks to who they are as a, as a, as an artist. And I think being recognized for that versus all the things you've accomplished. It's, it's an amazing feeling. So what are some expectations you have of 2021? I hold no expectations. <laughs> the world has surprised me so much. I give up on even trying to think about what it could do. I'm just watching what happens. I have expectations for myself and what I will do. But as far as everything outside of Richard, nah, nah, no expectations. You? I, I, I lost expectation too. Like I, I feel like the only expectation I will ever have is the expectation of doing better for myself in terms of being, you know, self-conscious of when I need to take a break, when I need to step back and check on me. But in terms of expectation of things around me, I don't have any. I feel like you kind of have to go in with like, you know, your guard up after 2020. Um, And I feel like you also can't just expect to just like I lost the expectation of, you know, maybe I don't do it today, but uh, it'll happen tomorrow. Like, uh, you just, you put it off and you put it off and you put it off and it's like, nothing's ever going to happen. 2020 was like, yeah, no, we're throwing that out the door. And everything that could possibly go wrong went wrong in one year. And it's like, yeah, I'm not going to wait. I'm just going to do it. Like, you know, and, and yeah, like, I don't think you can have any expectation after the year we just had. You just got to like, all right. Yeah, I just don't think anybody ever thinks about it, right? Like, people went into 2020 thinking, this is going to be a great year. This will be my year. This will be my year. And it's like, mm, reality set in like, nah, I don't think so. Yeah, You're going to make it your year. Don't expect that. It's like 2020 gave you that reality check. Like, the only person who's going to make this is you. Like, you have to put in that work to get what, you know. So... Next question is, what was one memory of 2021 that holds very dear to you? I'd say, I mean, it, it's nothing work related, but my mom had a major surgery because mm. she had, um, well, she, she's going through uh, cancer and she had a major surgery that was so successful and yeah. Uh, if I'm not mistaken, well, it, it got rid of all uh, of the cancerous cells. Yeah, yeah. yeah it, they, it, her tumor had shrunk to the point where it was just like bits and pieces here and there. So they just went in and removed 
all of, you know, whatever was remaining and they did other stuff as well, but her surgery was just a complete success. And I think, yeah, that was a big, big thing for us that happened. Yeah. I'm sorry if this mom, if this is, if you're listening <laughs> and you're like, yo, you, you blasted me off in public. She's going to kill us. I'm sorry. But for like, for real, it, I didn't, I don't show it very much, but it was a real big moment. Yeah. Where I saw the world and I, I, I saw that good things could really happen in such a shitty time. Yeah. It was, it gave us hope. And I gotta say, like, she, she was a freaking fighter. Like, she was a trooper. Um, you know, she always kept, she had a positive attitude. I, I mean, it was hard and you can see, I mean, you can see it physically, you know, chemo is no joke and she, and it was aggressive for her, but the fact that she just still maintained a positive attitude was smiling and, you know, she would through her posts, you can see like she was encouraging not just herself, but other people. And to see that, you know, just shows a lot of strength. And I think that's another thing that I learned from this year is, you know, the strength of positivity, you know, the strength that keeping your head up and maintaining a, a positive attitude could really take you through even the most darkest of times, you know, and that, that, that's real. Like it was, it was surreal to watch. So, yeah. So for me, one of the most memorable moments was our early Thanksgiving. It was really nice. And also one of the things was Christmas. It was an amazing Christmas. You know, it was just us, the kids and our, my, you know, my, our, his mom and our stepdad and his cousin. And we it, just, we, we had gotten together mainly because I see my mom yeah, we see her. Every yeah, day. yeah. They live literally a block away from us, so we are always together, and you know, we quarantine together. So just to keep everyone that in mind, like you know, we didn't just do like one big thing. No, like we see them every day, and um, the yeah, singles from my cousin. Yeah, we see her practically every day. Yeah, most a lot. Yeah, this year. So it was it was nice to have just that intimate, you know moment with them and you know we laughed we and it was also Richie's birthday so it you know we had something good to celebrate and it was nice to have that moment with family and it really to me showed the value of family you know and regardless if your family is made up of you your best friend or you and your cat or your dog or you know this someone you met online or you know a stranger it doesn't matter what your family is the makeup of your family it's just your family is all you have you know it's and to be able to just be with your family was you know it's it's important and that's another expectation that I want to that's something that I want to bring into the new year as well like be spending more time with my family, whether that's through Zoom or stuff. So, yeah. So those were all the questions for today. And I hope everyone has an amazing week and let's keep it positive for this year. You know, let's reach goals. Let's spend time with our family. Let's keep check up on ourselves periodically. You know, any last words, Rich? Well, 
you pretty much had it succinct. You said everything that needs to be said. <laughs> Just wanted to remind everybody, if you want to find Catherine's work, you can find it at K-A-T-H-E-R-I-N-E-R-E-Y-E-E-S-M-U-A.com. That's Catherine Reyes, M-U-A.com, where she has some fantastic work. Well, thank you. You could also see me on Instagram, Catherine Reyes, M-U-A. I'm also officially on TikTok now. Yes, you've heard it. Okay, I... I've just learned about TikTok. Um, not that I just learned, but I'm just getting into the whole TikTok train. Don't don't judge me. And you can find me at Catherine Reyes MUA on TikTok as well. I'm also on Twitter. Yes, I am at Catherine underscore R underscore MUA. And yeah, that's all the places that you can find me. And Rich, where can we find you? You can find me at richardjnphoto.com where you can schedule your next photo shoot or schedule your wedding with us. We're both photographers in that field. Um, Catherine is my second. Hey. <laughs> so if you want to find us at our respective places, please check it us out. Check us out anywhere. Instagram, TikTok, online, whatever. <laughs> and we'll oh, and Facebook. There. We're oh. there too. And Facebook. Alrighty. Well, Thank that's- you very much for listening. That's everything. See you on the next episode. Bye.